We are delighted to have a new sponsor for this season. Alongside Tenovos.com, Kaleidoscope Kids Bibles have jumped on board and we love their products. As with anyone we partner with in this way, we stand with what they're about and love what they're doing. I wonder if, like us, your kids are beginning to get too old for those kids' Bible storybooks on your shelf. They've read them loads of times, but are not quite old enough for a Bible. Yay for Kaleidoscope, who are rewriting all the books of the Bible. They're already a third of the way through, in a way that makes them accessible for those elementary and primary age kids in our homes. They're well-written, beautifully produced, and it's a joy to read them together and know that God's Word is taking root in our kids' hearts. There are volumes ranging from Exodus to Revelation, Matthew to Psalms, and many more in between. Brilliantly, 10 of those is the place to get them in both the USA and the UK. Grab one today at www.tenofthose.com. Welcome to Season 7 of Two Sisters and a Cup of Tea. My name is Sarah and I live in the UK and this is my sister Felicity. She lives in the USA and today we are all about introducing Deuteronomy, which is our book of the season and we're really excited to be back. Hi Felicity. Hi Sarah. We are really excited to be back. Feels like it's been a while and uh, rather than just going slow, we're going big. (laughs) Deuteronomy. We're going big. And I have to say, I have um, a big tea to match Deuteronomy Ooh. today. Yes. A big uh, tea. It's, I really, I like, it was a gift. So um, a lovely, lovely, sweet Chinese lady at church gave us a gift for Christmas. Um, and it's it's flowering tea. It's it's the tea where you put a flower into your wow. cup. And it flowers as, as the water. Hold so- on. The tea flowers, or you put a flower into the tea. No, you put like um, it's like a bundle of leaves tied Mm. together, dried leaves into the water. The teacup has a lid on it, and um, it's it's gradually turning itself into a flower as we speak. Wow, Sarah, Mm -hmm. I've never even heard of such a thing. Oh, have you not? Oh, I've seen them before, but I've never had one before. So Ah. um, we've been testing it out over the last couple of weeks, and um. Is it, is, does it taste good as well as look good? Um, it doesn't taste wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's a beautiful. It's disappointing, but there's different average. flavors. I've got different flowers, so I'm on a different one today. So um, I'll tell you a bit later. Oh, okay. I was actually quite excited about my tea, but I think you might have just trumped it there. Mm, this good. tea, which was also a gift, is called Dance in Yellow. Oh. I mean, I know what you're thinking. That do you really want yellow tea? Mm. I wasn't sure. This, only tried a bit. this is a bit yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this and now when I, to be honest, I've had this for a while and I haven't actually had a go until yesterday because I haven't felt that I would like it. Mm. In a classic, you know me, I'm not great at trying new things. I kind of make decisions <laughs> before I've tried them. Because inside this tea is um, Nicaraguan turmeric paired with lemongrass, ginger and pink peppercorn. Ooh. Which I read that and I thought, you know, that sounds really fun, but also not what I want in a teacup. Turns it sounds very out, good for you, though. Exactly. Mm. Turns out it's actually quite, quite lovely. In fact, I quite, oh, I quite like. It. It's quite gentle, and it, and it's got an amazing name. I know it's not all about that. I've made this mistake before of buying a tea because of the name, mm. but you know, I actually think this one might stick. I might a I grower, might a, a grower. grower. Indeed, oh, more so dude. than your flower. No, your flower no, is not grower. necessarily. <laughs> My flower is growing as we speak. It's amazing. <laughs> anyway, on to Deuteronomy. Um, how are you feeling about it? Yes, indeed. Deuteronomy. I, I mean, I don't know. 
when we decided to do this, I thought we were being a little ambitious. <laughs> to be honest, it's a big book. It's a big book. As we've said a few times, haven't we? Let's let's leave the big bookness. But aside from the big bookness, um, it's one that I have not spent a lot of time in before. How about you? No, no. But um, I think we should. Yes. I think that's why we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The more that I spend time in it, the more I'm like, why have I not spent time studying this before? And also, why have I not heard this preached through really before? Yes. Um, because it's really important. So yeah. I'm convinced that we should, even though I feel really daunted and um, I feel like I've got so many questions and not a lot of answers. Yes, I think that's exactly it. A lot of questions, but... Having spent some time in it, I do feel like I'm beginning to understand more of what's going on. Mm. So I think that's that's probably reassuring for so everyone. Give us, so give us a bit of context then. Give us a bit of context to the book if you can. Well, Moses is the, the guy. It's basically mm-hmm. a collection of Moses' sermons to the Israelites to the rescued people. They've just come out of, not just come out, in fact, they've been rescued from Egypt yeah. in the Exodus. And they are just on the precipice of the promised land, having had a 40-year detour. Yes, <laughs> which he gets into in the first few chapters, so we'll get there next time. Yeah. Um, but it's it's all said in one day, isn't it? So it's it's this bizarre book where no one moves like mm. it's it's not action-packed in the sense that it is him giving the sermon of his life he's like he's a dying old man giving a belter of a sermon on one day isn't he so Which is, it's yeah. a st- static book but it does detail journeys and events that have happened in the past and what's going to happen in the future so in that sense it is also in a preach that is talking through a narrative as well yeah i think that's really helpful to notice that you have then this narrative that tracks back and tracks forwards and it's like the Mm. history and the future of the people isn't it in that but I think it's helpful to know that it's Moses speaking to these people he's the leader isn't he so he's he's not only is he the guy from Exodus he's actually been with these people and has been leading them and caring for them and Mm. and pastoring them and so I think that's really helped me as I've been in it to hear the pastor rather mm. than just the kind of, I don't know, the Moses of my imagination <laughs> who just raises his staff and does cool stuff. But actually this is a this is he's preaching out of pastoral care for these Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Yeah. He's preaching to their heart, isn't he? And the heart is a thing that comes through all the way through the book, isn't it? And I think um yeah, as you say, that's really just helpful to remember what the, mm. that context that he's preaching to them and he's exhorting them to live for God to to obey and to walk in his ways because that is the best thing to do as you approach this this land that's been promised it's kind of steeped in covenant language in that way isn't it the whole book you kind of feel like you're walking again and again through this covenant that's been promised to Abraham to the ancestors and now they're kind of there they're, they're nearly there they can like see the land it's so tangible yeah just just um, like uh, you've just said covenant there Sarah and we're going to use that word so many times as we're going through Deuteronomy let's just pause and just make sure we we get it what what, what is being said what do you mean by covenant 
Mm. So God's covenant is God's promise to his people right from back in Genesis. And to Abraham, he makes the first promise that he will be his God and Abraham's people, his descendants, they will be God's people. So it's a relational promise um, that is tracked through the Old Testament and then into the new uh, with Jesus fulfilling that in every way. Um, And particularly in this part of the covenant promise, it's the fact that they're about to receive the land that they have been promised as God's people and blessing comes in that land. So that's that's kind of the context of the covenant promise um, that they this people are sitting in by grace. Nothing but grace has got them to this point. Um, and now kind of Moses is exhorting them to live in that covenant promise, live as a people whose identity is rooted in that first and foremost. Yeah. And that is, I think, really clearly comes through the book is that idea of relationship with God. This people are in permanent relationship, steadfast relationship with their God, despite despite so much sin and so much disaster along the way. But God is yeah. faithful in his covenant promise. Yeah, absolutely. So I think um, as listeners heard us say, we're going to do Deuteronomy. They thought, why? So hopefully we've begun to tackle that. I wonder whether they also thought, but how are we supposed to deal with the length? Mm. How are we supposed to read along with this? And when we, we're we not going to cherry pick. We are going to be trying to deal with the whole book, aren't we? We're not going mm. to sort of read out whole chapters of it. But what, how would a listener kind of get into the length with us, this, this lengthy book? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think by committing to reading it along with us, so we are we're splitting into sections. Um, so, for example, next week, our first um, episode, we're going to be doing chapters one to three. Obviously, we're not going to read out all of those three chapters. That would take probably 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's our time. Um, so we're just going to read part of chapter one. Uh, but if you can commit to reading the rest, you will get so much more out of our conversations. Um, also listening to it again, we like we say this quite often, don't we? But I've really benefited from listening to it being read to me um, a few times. Um, and that just helps, particularly in the harder, harder chunks. I think, you know, listening is just good. It kind of gets you in your mind um, if you're struggling to kind of read it word for word. Um, and then I think just I think genuinely think the best way to track with us is to talk about it with someone else together. Um, so this is a book that, and this is a sermon um, that is spoken into a community of people. And Moses is exhorting these people to live out these words in community with one another. And I just can't, can't kind of emphasize that enough <laughs> for how we have benefited already in how we're talking about it. But also, with a book like this, when it's long and it's Old Testament and you don't understand some of it, um, actually there's there's a, a beautiful kind of accountability that comes with just committing to do it with someone else and to kind of keeping going with someone else, talking about the hard things, the questions with someone else and applying it together in community because that's what it was made to do in its first place. Um, so that would be my recommendation. How about you? Yeah, and even if it's dad? just to say to people, to, to people, to the person you're reading with, I've only got to chapter four. Is yeah. it worth carrying on? Like, should I keep going? Yeah. Like, I think it's always helpful to have someone jogging alongside you, even in just the very act of, of reading, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's really helpful. So basically be up for it. Yeah. 
and we we would say we have spent some time in it. We're definitely still at the beginning of kind of getting our heads around it, but already we think it's worth it. It's totally worth it. We are getting so much out of it, even though we have a lot of questions that we don't know the answers to. And that will remain the case, I think. I think my prediction is we'll get to the end of Deuteronomy and we'll still think there's a lot of that book that yeah. we don't know. And that's okay. I think one of the challenges with it is that I've, I don't know whether you found this, Fisty, but um, with some other books that we've studied together, I feel like I've been able to kind of hold it in my head, like what's going on at different points of the letter or of the book or that psalm. And Deuteronomy is just too big to do that. There's 34 chapters. Like it it does feel like, oh, I, I can't hold all of it in, yeah. you know, in my head. But I just think that's okay because I just think it's just, this is the book that Jesus quotes the most. Other than the Psalms, this is what's on, this is what's on his tongue the most. And if he quotes it, if it's on his tongue the most, then that's, we should really understand why. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. And what we're seeking to do, as ever in these episodes, is to start the conversation, aren't we? And I hope to give confidence to be able to just give reading Deuteronomy a go and mm. and to get into it a bit. And and we're not we're not promising all the answers. We never have all the answers. <laughs> some some I don't know. <laughs> but just through talking about it for twenty minutes. Hopefully people will have confidence to to get into this gold book. <laughs> it is gold. And yet there is, so within the gold, there is this really quite large chunk of law, Felicity. Um, tell us, what what are we going to do with that? <laughs> Sorry, that, that's such that a question. question. I mean, that is like, a the, <laughs> that is like, there are theologians all over the world who are still, you know, after a lifetime of trying law. to work it out. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Old Testament law is something that, as New Testament people, we have to try and work out. Why is it in the Bible? To what extent is it applicable to us now? Um, how do we pull it through the cross to us? Those are the kind of questions we're we're asking and and wrestling with, and I imagine it's a lifelong wrestle rather than mm. um, one that we're going to work out now. But we are going to think hard and try and work it out to a degree. Um, I'm at this stage. I'm wholeheartedly convinced that there's more to it than just showing us that we can't keep it, mm-hmm. which I think is maybe where I've thought previously at some point that it's just to kind of show us that we need Jesus which I think that is that is a part of what's going on but I do think we have something of God in relationship with his people lovingly lovingly giving them the best way to live and mm. that this is a beautiful way of life it's distinctive and it reflects God's character and so just that very fact means that I want to really think through like what does this mean for me then because I have the same we have the same God and I want to live for him and yeah that's kind of where I've got to that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna try and work it out a bit aren't we gonna wrestle we're gonna get other people's help as well we've already been Mm. listening to a couple of things reading a couple of things and mining the wisdom riches wherever we can find them any other insights there on that no, I don't think so. Other than the more that we kind of delve into that question, the more that I see it crop up in the New Testament as well. Um, so, even you know, we were doing James 
um, a while ago, weren't we? Or um, reading other books like Titus or Hebrews or like, it's just cropping up a a lot. (laughs) The more that I read just Deuteronomy, the more that I'm seeing it in other places in the Bible. And the more I think this question is really important to wrestle with um, because a lot of the other Bible writers are drawing on it. And so I need I need to form an opinion. Yes. <laughs> Which I think I've probably in the past have just it's been one of the kind of Bible read through books that is kind of, you know, squashed in with numbers and <laughs> Joshua and um Leviticus and you just kind of get through it rather than thinking, Oh, actually there's there's weight to this law, there's weight to the whole book being actually called a law, that it's not just the middle chunk, but it's all of it. Um, and actually I need to really wrestle through this and tr- and work hard. Like, I think that's, that's been one of the things, isn't it? Actually, in the last few weeks, as we've kind of come to this realizing, yeah, we need to work hard at this. We need to pray hard Like we need the spirit's help. We need him to give us insight and understanding. This isn't something that we can do by ourselves. Um, but the fruit of doing that is so valuable and already it's really impacting. Well, tell us firstly, what, like, how is it impacting your heart just having been in Deuteronomy for the last few weeks? You're kind of gently mm-hmm. starting to mull on it. Yeah, I am finding already that I'm, I feel like I'm beginning to be shaped by God's word through Deuteronomy. In, in, I think that the people, as they heard this, it, it, that Moses was almost sort of shaping the people in order that they might then go and kind of live well in the land. Mm. And I think that as I'm hearing Moses talk about our God, and then I'm hearing him kind of exhort the people to live in a certain way because of who they are in in God, like they are rescued people, then I have a greater desire to listen, I think, and to mm. to really seek to live that out. Like I'm a rescued person. Like this side of the cross, even more so, I think, my clarity on my identity in that and therefore letting that impact the way I live and the way I think and the way I know God and all those things. So I feel like, yeah, it's beginning to shape me in that way already, nice. which, yeah. What about That's you? so cool, isn't it? That's I so know. Great. It's like, I feel, so and that, I've got to be set. I've got to say, I don't feel like I understand loads, but yeah. already I feel that. So I'm excited yeah. to kind of dwell, delve in, delve in and, and dwell yeah. more. Yeah, I think I've just uh, in my kind of read through so far, I've just really struck with God's grace that it is all flowing out of His grace to His people, and in that sense, it's a very familiar message, and it's just being kind of it's it's slowly and gently blowing my mind. <laughs> it is all grace, and it's all in light of His grace and His goodness, and um, it's all His work to to make everything happen so I'm I'm really excited to see that fleshed out and um yeah it's good um we need to wrap up really um Felicity would you would you pray for us as we close I'd love to Father we praise you so much that you are a speaking God thank you that we have your word thank you that we have this this book of Deuteronomy and we pray that as we start to read it would you lift our eyes to you that we might have a big view of you. And as we do, we pray that we'd be eager to listen and to live out who we are as your people. Help us, Lord, and give us all we need by your spirit that we might be for your glory. Amen. Amen. So 
we have a brand new website, two sisters and a cup of tea.com. And on that website, you'll be able to find uh, some show note questions uh, to go with this episode. And we produce those for every episode that we do uh, to just help you have these conversations with someone in your church family or someone who you're going to read Deuteronomy with. Um, do go make the most of that. Uh, the link will be in our show notes. Um, take you to the website. Ex- enjoy exploring around. We're really excited that the website is finally up and running. Do head along to two sisters and a cup of tea.com uh, to find all you need to go with this episode. And we will see you next time, I guess. I've just, I want to uh, loop back on my tea. It smells amazing <laughs> and it tastes not very nice. And um, it's, oh, it's, no. a little, it's a little disappointing, the actual flower bit. It's not as colourful. It looks more like a seaweed, weedy <laughs> kind of thing going on. But there's more. There's more to come from the box of flowers. So I see. So you've got lots of different flowers. Okay, well, good to know. This has been a joy. We look forward to it, Sarah. We're excited to be back in it and we'll see you next time indeed all right take care bye bye we're thankful to kaleidoscope and ten of those for sponsoring this episode head over to ten of to grab a fantastic kaleidoscope bible